Hello there. Thank you for listening to the Kind Mind Podcast. This is Todd Fink. A couple events to share with you here first. This Thursday, July 22nd at 7 p.m., I'll be doing a meditation workshop for teens, ages 13 to 19. I've done programs for kids in the past, but sometimes it's difficult for them to engage authentically with parents present. So this time I'm going to co-facilitate with my friend and fellow musician, Louise Kelly, and it will be at St. Andrew's Episcopal Church in Downers Grove. You can find registration information on my website, michaeltoddfink.com forward slash events. Parents will be welcome to stay at the venue. There'll be alternative programming for them with a therapist who will be giving tips on parenting teens. And I hope this goes well and maybe can continue or develop into a series. At the very least, it would be nice to find a way to make this accessible to all kids virtually. So I'll keep you informed about the developments on that front. We're also going to do another Kind Mind Campout. Last year in August, we had our first one at a private farm in central Illinois. And we'll be doing it there again. It'll be Saturday, August 21st. I don't have it up on my website yet because I'm still working out the final details, including the theme for the event. But I want to mention it here because it's coming up. And if you know you want to reserve a uh, limited space, you can. There's also the option to camp overnight, which is so fun. Last year, we got to look at the stars and go for walks in nature and have conversations around the fire. So keep an eye out for that or let me know if you'd like to reserve a spot. It'll be $100 per person. Bring your own tent, bring your own food. And we will provide the nature and the conversation and some breakfast and yoga in the morning for those who camp overnight. I am starting to resume talks in person, uh, speaking at companies and organizations, also getting invitations to come back to schools in the fall, which is inspiring for me to know that we're moving in the right direction to be able to do that. So if you're interested in Booking a speaking engagement, you can reach out to my website. Also hoping to get the Kind Mind gatherings back in person soon, but this month's will still be virtual on Zoom. It's always the last Tuesday of the month, so Tuesday, July 27th at 7 p.m. And now this topic. It's called Illusions of Illusions of Free Will because of something Sam Harris has said in His book, Free Will, and also on his podcast, Making Sense, he said the illusion of free will itself is an illusion. So it's as if there's a mirage of water that we all talk about, but we've never actually seen. And the language that we use around free will doesn't quite map onto reality. And that's been my experience in in both the literature and the conversations of Sam Harris have kind of given clarity to what was already my experience in mindfulness practices and meditation. But for example, a colleague of mine said recently, I forgot what I was going to tell you. You think of that statement, I forgot what I was going to tell you. It implies agency and action, but is forgetting actually something that you do? Or is it something that just happens against what would have been our will? Seems like it would be more accurate to simply say, file not found. I, I've even had friends and sincere meditators tell me, 
whether we have free will or not, we have to live as if we do because that's our experience. And I'm sometimes responding, well, I'm not sure how you're meditating, but it isn't actually the experience that we have in meditation. And I talk about that and give examples and share the science around this in this episode. And we'll even have some thought experiments in this episode. But it's not going to be available in its entirety here, wherever you're listening on podcast platforms, because when I gave this talk in person a few years ago, I think some people were coming to hear me speak for the first time, looking to learn more about mindfulness and meditation. But I don't think it's right to start with this topic or episode. And it can also be psychologically unsettling to learn about free will or the philosophy of free will. And so I don't, and and that night people got up and left. People sent me some unhappy messages. One person even said, it's like you're testing nuclear weapons around the city. And I'm like, whoa, I wouldn't go that far. But I don't want this to be a landmine on Spotify or Apple Podcasts where people just kind of trip and fall into a psychological trigger. So this episode in its entirety is going to be available exclusively to Patreon members. That way I know that the people listening to this episode are those who are more familiar with the work of this podcast and in the right mental space to be able to listen to the subject matter. So all you have to do is go to patreon.com forward slash kindmind. There are three options to become a patron of this podcast. The first option is a $5 a month pledge, and you get access to this episode and other bonus content that comes along. $10 a month, you get access to the Kind Mind Studio as well, which is a portal on my website with audio contemplative practices so you can build your own mindfulness routine. There's 20 samples there. And you can also contact me through Patreon to ask questions or get support with your practice. Then at $20 a month, you'll also have access to Kind Mind Gatherings. So in the future, when we resume in person as well, there'll be a cost of admission. But those patrons will automatically be registered. And same with the virtual meetings. So I hope you'll check that out. You can cancel anytime, so what have you got to lose? And if you want to hear this episode in its entirety, you'll have to access it there. I thank you for your support, those of you who are already listening to this episode through Patreon. Your support is so dearly appreciated. It's how I'm able to do this work. I'll give a little more introduction to this episode before I sign off. If you think of addiction... Certainly everybody knows somebody at the very least who's struggled with an addiction, or maybe you have. But before people accept their addiction, which is the first step of AA, powerlessness over the substance, people will say, I don't have a problem because I could stop. And everyone else looking from the outside can see that statement doesn't map on to that person's reality. So is it possible that the rest of us may not have free will in the way that we think? You know, when I say I want to get up at 6 a.m. tomorrow and I set my alarm and then I can't when that time rolls around or I make choices with my habits 
or with my food or with coffee and or treats and then I can't follow through. Is that consistent with the free will that we say we have? So in this episode, I give a lot of examples and share different uh, scientific studies that will give a different perspective. And, and I also give five benefits to loosening the grip on free will. And there was one in this episode that I got distracted while I was talking about answering another question. It was finding peace in the present moment. So I'll just say a little bit more about that here. Free will really being a belief that we could have done differently, and that being a belief because we can't test it. I can't rewind the tape to see if I would do differently. I have found there to be a lot of peace with that. Now, it doesn't mean I don't care about mistakes that I made. It means I don't ruminate about doing it differently. Or when this is really benefiting me, I feel like I can move positively forward. I download the new information and intend to do better or to do differently in the future. Now, other social studies have shown that when people learn about the philosophy of free will or there, there is information that challenges that belief, people are more likely to act immoral after that. Uh, people have said things like, well, then we could just murder anyone if there were no free will. But this is really limited in scope. The exposure to this information largely depends on the moral environment of the person. So if somebody is behaving morally, let's say, simply because they have a religious context that taught them, you have free will, and if you misuse your free will, you're going to hell, for instance. Well, if you remove that, or if you prove that to be not true, that was the only reason the person was, quote-unquote, behaving well to begin with. So I think it's really important for people to learn about this, but to have a better context with which to land, realizing that there are still consequences, that, that there are also benefits, and there are still reasons to be moral, to be virtuous, to, to be mature. And so we explore those in this episode. And I think that's one of the most important parts of this topic, is to create a better culture around this subject matter, so that as people practice meditation or come to realize this through their direct experience, the environment will be more supportive and more compassionate. The last thing I want to say is, if you can recall your dreams, you'll often notice that you're actually just witnessing your dream character. Like sometimes I even have the experience where I don't feel as though I'm located in the dream character. I'm almost just an all-pervading awareness, like a person in the theater watching the movie. I'm actually watching the film of my dream. And I'm pretty sure you've had that experience too. So in that example, or in that condition, you can kind of notice that you don't have free will over your dream character. And you're not the dream character. You're the witness. And there's some truth to that also in our waking life. So I thank you again for taking this journey with me. This is one of the longest episodes. Maybe it's the longest episode, and I think it's one of the most important. But it is accessible only through Patreon. I hope you will 
We'll check it out there if it feels right for you to explore this further. Thank you and hope to connect soon.